Hey guys, it's Two Nicole's One Podcast. We've got Nicole and Nicole here, and we're actually throwing out a bonus episode. I know it was completely unsolicited, but we don't care. No, we don't care. <laughs> we're going to talk about Britney Spears today. Yeah, I feel like we definitely need to address Britney again. We've definitely talked about her in the past. Yes, we have. But um, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but Hulu re- uh, recently released an episode on their New York Times series about Britney. So basically, it's called Framing Britney. Um, if you have not checked it out yet, I 100% recommend you check it out. Um, it's really good. It definitely covers the whole free Britney movement. Um, so with that, with that, I think we should just jump right in there. Yes. So do you know who Britney Spears is? I vaguely do. <laughs> she was like popular in like the early 2000s, 90s, late 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like 1999 superstar. Yeah, she might have had a few songs. I'm not Couple. positive, but yeah. But <laughs> Baby One More Time. That could have been it. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember. Anyways, so all joking aside, there she's been under this con. Conservative. I was going to say controversy show. Yeah, because that's controversy. <laughs> so she's been under that. Um, oh my God! What is the word you say? Conservative. Thank you for since two thousand and eight, I believe. And basically, being under that is basically that's designed for people that are elderly that can't or disabled um, that can't control their money or make decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, in two thousand and seven, um, everybody remembers the famous moment where Britney shaved her head. And then she attacked a paparazzi with an umbrella. Yes. So that kind of led to her team realizing that she's not capable of making decisions herself. She was in and out of um, rehab, hospitalizations. So they signed this um, conservatorship to basically control her. Um, And back Mm -hmm. then, nobody really thought anything of it. Now, since then, she ended up doing another um, album. She did uh, two, I believe, Vegas residencies. Um, She still toured. So... Doing all those things, there's no reason that she should still be under this. Um, that, and that's what everybody is just, like, right. so incensed about. Like, why is she working like a maniac, but she's being treated like a maniac? Right. And the thing is, like, you're, if you can hold a Vegas residency, pretty sure you could go to Starbucks without asking. Yeah, they... I think Vegas residency, now, I don't know about her specifics, but they usually do shows six or seven days a week and at least two a day. Yeah. So and then rehearsals on top of it. Right. So it's a lot. So the thing is, like, she definitely is capable. Um, so basically this whole documentary is talking, diving more in deep into that. Um, and her, I, I would say, uh, ex-assistant, Felicia. And I actually remember Felicia being around um, as I was growing up. Like, I remember her always being in pictures with Brittany and in any interviews, you would always kind of see Felicia off to the side. So I was kind of surprised that she agreed to do the documentary because she is somebody who was so close to Brittany. Um, But she did say that she agreed to do the documentary because she wanted to shed light that Britney is a good person and she's Mm -hmm. just lost and kind of in this whole thing. So, yeah. And I mean, like from being not an insider, because I mean, I've definitely been around people with um, mental illness and I mean, a lot of there's so many varying degrees of mental illness, but it is kind of like the debate between like not know we don't know her, but it's there's the. Two different sides of it, and both sides are wrong. Like, she's, is she really this ill that she can't control herself? But even if she is, like, why is she working so many hours? If she's working right. so many hours, she should be allowed to be in control of her own. It's not that she should, like, it's 100%. Like, those, that is her right to be in control of her life, especially if she's working so many hours. That is the, the really fishy thing that 
every single person agrees on. Yes. You know, she's being somebody's cash cow right now. Right, exactly. And so I guess she has refused to work again Mm -hmm. until she is out of this control, which, good for her, because stop making money for these people who are basically draining you. Yeah. It's just just horrible. Yes. Um, There's so many speculations that... Um, her father, um, basically is still controlling her and everything. And he seems like a pretty screwed up man. Um, he really, the documentary really shows how he really wasn't involved in the beginning of her career. And then all of a sudden he kind of comes in whenever she kind of has this like mental breakdown. And since then Mm -hmm. he's really controlled her life. Um, Brittany wants him to have nothing to do with her money or her control. Um, I believe that she asked a bank to take over her money, but so I, from the last I heard, the bank and her father still have um, control of this money. Um, so Brittany still technically doesn't. Um, but that was a step in the right direction that now there is somebody else stepping involved. So I think the end of the day, like people just want to see Brittany free. That's the whole reason for this free Brittany movement. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I know you touched on like her dad not being a good person. So you were the one who actually got me into all this. Like I obviously knew in 2007 what happened. Mm-hmm. And, that, you know, her father took control of her, but I didn't really know as much about her background. So when you had told me about this and we were talking about it on the podcast, I did a little bit of research um, just out of, you know, for the podcast and curiosity. And I found out that like her dad was really abusive. He was an mm-hmm. alcoholic, all this. So when she first got started making money in her career, which probably didn't happen until she was like a teenager I think because on the Mickey Mouse Club they don't really make money no and she also took a break from Mickey Mouse till baby one more time she Mm -hmm. wasn't doing anything she went back to high school yeah yeah and she like bought her mom a house because she like was so upset from how her mom was living she wanted to get her mom out of there yes and it's so ironic that her dad's the one who's in control of her And the thing is, like, you can tell that her mom really does care about her. So I can't figure out the piece why her mom doesn't have control over everything. If she needs it. Right. And her parents are divorced. So the thing is, like, why did her mom not get that? Like, she's obviously closer with her mom. I... There, that piece I feel like I've not, I haven't found the answer to. And if there is an answer out there, I just haven't found it. Mm-hmm. Love to hear if anyone knows why. Um, I think that'd be really interesting to hear why. But I just, I don't know. I feel, I feel for her. I feel so bad. And it's just a shame because she is so incredibly talented. And I grew up at her being a role model. Um, she was a dancer and I was a dancer. And I just thought, this is so cool. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I hate seeing this stuff. And her social media just mm-hmm. makes me sad because it's just bizarre I forget who it was but somebody was saying like it looks like her dad is running her social media because of the posts are so bizarre and odd but I mean I think it's easy to see she's mentally ill but it's just the whole situation is so freaky right so there was actually something that came out that um there are people behind um her social media account and I believe Mm -hmm. these people have actually spoken out okay Um, I haven't fully dived into that so I'm not going to touch on that but I guess there are videos out there on YouTube I know um we've mentioned Salone he's one of the guys who covers a lot of the things his channel I believe has something that covers that um so I I would recommend go re checking that if you're interested about the social media stuff Mm -hmm. um I don't she's obviously not technically posting um I mean the stuff you can tell these posts aren't her um they don't make sense and the writing just doesn't make sense. Like something will happen and all of a sudden she posts something to like appease what, like what people want to hear. And it just doesn't make sense. So for example, I pulled this one today that 
Um, she posted this a couple days ago, and this is when everybody in the media started really covering the Free Britney movement again because of that documentary. Mm -hmm. And it was basically um, her performance of Toxic from three years ago. And at the end of it, it says, um, remember, no matter what we think we know about a person's life, it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens. And I was like, oh, is that the message? Because, like, yeah. I, I mean, she's... I guess in a sense they're trying to make it like she's fine, but she's not fine. Like she mm -hmm. really isn't fine. It, it's a screwed up situation, and I know like the documentary touched on the heavy presence of paparazzi. Yes, which nowadays isn't. Although I do have a little story that we may have talked about on the podcast before, but nowadays isn't is big because of social media and people put celebrities. In particular, but everybody puts so much, not everybody, but a lot of people put so much stuff out there already that it's not as necessary. Like, they aren't, you know, they don't really need the pictures from the paparazzi. Right. Um, but they would, like, that's how Princess Diana died. Like, mm -hmm. they would chase these people down and do anything to get a picture. But even as recent as now, you know, you don't even think about this anymore with social media. But when JoJo Siwa just came out the mm -hmm. other day, um, the paparazzi called had the SWAT team involved just, and they said like somebody on her property was waving a gun around. Oh, and that's I crazy. guess a lot of people, did, her neighbors didn't know she lived there and everything. Cause I mean, she's young and whatever. Right. But said somebody was waving a gun around just to get a picture of her. And like, and she was live streaming this. It wasn't a secret. She's telling everybody, Oh, I'm coming out, you know, yeah. not, not at all. But I guess that's a common practice and they call it swatting. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. For a picture, but they're yes. worth a lot of money to and these people. In the 90s and, you know, around 2007, that whole stretch of time that the paparazzi was, like, so much more intense. Yes. And you think if they're doing that now, like, what did they do to her? Well, they do cover, um, so the famous picture that's out there, the umbrella picture. Yeah. Um, so the guy who actually took that picture, they actually got him for the documentary, which I thought oh, wow. was interesting. So he basically just talks about how, um, he said, he said he remembered asking her if she was okay. And she just like, I guess kept saying, leave her alone. And Brittany was with her cousin and her cousin was just kind of like, leave her alone. And they were just at a gas station. Well, mm -hmm. I guess they were, the guy was standing in front of the car trying to take a picture. So Brittany got mad, got out of the car, grabbed an umbrella and started attacking his truck. Um, and so then they're obviously taking pictures and the guy said, so they're asking, did the guy like regret it? Does he feel bad? And he's like, you know, he's like, she never once said, leave me alone forever. She said, leave me alone now. He's like, if she would have said, leave me alone forever, I would have left. And I thought, oh, come on. Really? Like that's, but it, it was a payday for him. He got a huge payday from that. Why does somebody have to say, leave me alone? That makes you think like when I'll, you know, people say no means no. Just no doesn't mean not right now. Like Right. Hello. Yeah. If I'm if I'm yelling at you to get out of my face and leave me alone, I don't mean, hey, could you come bother me tomorrow? Like, Especially like she and I'm not even trying to patronize her at all, but like the sons were all there, buddy. She just shaved her head. She's got an umbrella in her hand. What do you think? <laughs> I clearly he, like yeah. Can you not read? He's just an idiot. Like straight up, you deserve what you got. Yeah, and it's just, oh, it's just, it's so baffling to me. I just don't get it. But they also talk about the Justin Timberlake thing. And now mm -hmm. the, um, the media has actually been 
talking about this a lot lately about his Crimea River song. And granted, that song came out in I don't even know, God. like two thousand six, five, something At like least, that. Yeah. Um, and basically, the speculation back then was that Britney cheated on Justin with one of um, their choreographers. I think it was Wade Robinson. I'm not positive, but I think that's who that was. Um, but he was a choreographer for Britney and NSYNC. Okay. And um, so there was a bunch of speculation that they cheated, so they broke up. Blah blah blah. So Justin now writes the song and he's whatever. Okay. So I agree that Justin can write a breakup song and whatever. Fine. Because Taylor Swift does it all the time oh, and God. she's God. So Justin can do what he wants. However, the media turned it and made Britney be this evil person that she's like a whore and she's this and that and then Justin's God. Like, I'm sure Justin wasn't perfect in that relationship. Yeah, relationships are two-way streets. It's just right. what it is. So I think the whole premise of this documentary was basically how the media has twisted things so bad and there, there were signs that there could have been things like mental health reasons with Britney and mm-hmm. they... Back then, nobody saw it as that. She was just a cash cow. And it, I think yeah. if the situation would have happened today where, you know, JoJo, Siwa, goes and takes an umbrella and bangs and shaves her head, somebody would do something about it. And she'd have a rally of people around her, mm-hmm. basically like, hey, like, there's mental health, blah, blah. Because, like, Demi Lovato, for example. Yes. She, she's the best example. She's gone through so many hard things. You know, her eating disorder and her drug overdoses and stuff. But her team and there's people around her that's brought her back yes. and made her, you know, healthy. And, you know, she's thriving again. And the thing is, like, I feel like Brittany didn't have that. No, she didn't. Especially if you don't have anybody close to you. Because she didn't have people close to her that cared. No. If you don't even have anybody that's close to you that cares. Like, you are out of luck, buddy. Yeah. And it just... It's just a shame because she's not even that old, and she's like I think thirty eight now, maybe thirty nine. And the fate, she's just her kids. You know, she doesn't see her children, and you know, it's just I would be crazy too if I was her. Um, I I just think it's so sad, and I guess her boyfriend. Uh, Sam, whatever his name is, he's spoken out recently mm-hmm. just about how he wants to be able to like just be him and his girl. But I I have mixed feelings about the guy. I don't know if he like for real or not um I don't know him I don't know their relationship so Mm -hmm. I don't really feel like I should judge it but I mean the weirdest thing is we don't really see her to know like what kind of state she's in because she's being treated like she's in an active state of like psychosis or whatever but we don't know that and if she was in an active state of psychosis how is she picking up men that she has this boyfriend. That's what is just... The whole thing doesn't come together. Well, yeah, I was going to say, because they met on the set of My, My Prerogative, maybe? Or I okay. could be wrong. They met on a set of one of her music videos. And that was, I think, in 2016. But again, in 2016, she was still under that yes. conser- oh, conservatorship. Conservatorship. I don't know how to talk. Um, she was being conservative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she was under that. So... When they met, she was obviously capable to have a relationship. Like, yeah. I I don't know. I think she just needs to be free of this. And you know what? Let, I don't even understand why she can't just be free of this. And then if in a few months she goes crazy and shaves her head again, all right, fine. Then maybe she needs to be underneath it. But the thing is, like, you're not giving her a chance. Yes. Also, though, I did hear somebody say, I forget where I heard it, but somebody was like, this is the worst time to free her, though. She's going to, like, leave her compound and oh. everything's going to be so different. Well, yeah, because the world's just 13 years later. Crazy. <laughs> I mean... Maybe she should wait till COVID's over. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. I mean, she apparently, like, 
I mean, nobody knows, but she does post that her and Sam go on vacation and she's been to Louisiana to visit her mom. And it's like, has she? We don't know. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. i curious to hear what everybody has to say. So let us know how you feel about this free Britney movement. But we figured we needed to at least talk about it again because... Everyone else is talking about it. Yeah, and why don't you let us know by leaving a five-star review on Apple and leave a comment on there. Yeah, let us know. Why don't you just leave the comment and all you have to say is hashtag free Britney. That's easy enough. Yeah, that's easy. I would do it. Totally. Yeah. If I haven't already reviewed this podcast, (laughs) I would do it now. I would too. (laughs) And if you're an Android user, Podchasers, please review us on there. Five stars, no one star. Correct. Don't be stupid. Just hashtag. Hashtar. Hashtar <laughs> us, please. No tar. <laughs> free Britney. Yes, free Britney, everyone, please. All right. Follow us on social media, too, at 2 Nichols one podcast and then Twitter, we're 2 Nick one podcast All right, guys, we'll see you for our regularly scheduled programming on Tuesday. Bye. Bye.